like catchers, locals mobbing at your corner store. Two for one, get them no raptics, hell inside with diesel smoke. You know we still out to get it, oh so humble, oh so vicious. Flower power got me floating, yeah, hit my system. What's happening everyone? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day it is that you took the time to listen to this episode, I truly appreciate it. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Fralick. Alongside me, Clinton Pallets, a.k.a. Damo Bradley, a.k.a. Scorey Horowitz, a.k.a. Jack Pine Savage, a.k.a. Jess Gazelinski's roommate. Did I miss any of them? I think you're doing really well. I'm a person under the stairs. What does that mean? It's from the movie, People Under the Stairs. Okay. Mr. Toyota Camry. It's re- trapping out of tinted Toyotas. Mixtape 2019. Shit. Spring? Spring. Real soft spring. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, bro? How you feeling today? I'm feeling great, dude. I feel like, if I can be honest with you, I feel like Phil Jagolo, after a fantasy football draft, about 12.30, 1 a.m. at Cowboy Jackson, Minneapolis, riding the bull, but forgetting, because he hasn't rode many bull, that you can't use two hands but still dominating it for the time length and getting it off the bowl, talking shit to the whole bar after he's getting booed, and saying, give me that ass, dough." <laughs> I feel like that Phil Jagolo. That's good, I man. feel like That's I feel strong. like Evan Dietrich Smith, when the team has a three-down lineman set, and you, all you have to do is take care of the nose tackle, who's generally just a big lard of, of pudding, but you can't seem to get the snap off, and then pivot quite fast enough with your chop legs to get your arms extended to push the guy away. I feel like Evan Dietrich Smith on the Packers back then. God, I hate What do him. you feel? What do you feel like any certain way? Well, I feel like Dorsey after a weekend of messy, violent lovemaking. I may even feel like Zinedine Zidane's brain after a powerful <laughs> head strike. World Cup stuff. So strong. Yeah. Wait, who... Zinedine's head strike, not Dorsey's head strike. No, maybe and Dorsey did some head strikes. Head strikes. Is that what it took, Dors? Shout out, Dors. Definitely needs a cigarette or two. Soho, Tribeca, three hoes. Trifecta. <laughs> what have you been listening to this week? This week, I've been listening to Still, God's Plan. Still, Look Alive. Both of those, I feel like, are just... They're going to be... If they make it through summer, I'd be surprised... But they're definitely, definitely going to be like Memorial Day, nice long weekend, summer, fireplace, fire, excuse me, fire pit, fireplace. jams. I wish I had a fireplace. I have a fireplace at my cottage and my mom and dad's. I have been listening to the new uh, March Madness 3 EP that the Wisco Kids are coming out with. They've had a couple songs, a couple visuals off there. YD has one, Kyrie and Yari. The one I like the most is Hoop Dreams. I played that for you before we started recording. You said you enjoyed that one. You said you really liked the visual effect, and I think they've taken a next step with their visual. So shout out the Wisco kids. They're doing their thing. What have you been listening to? Uh, right now I'm on Honcho Jack, Jack Honcho, and then Culture 2, which... Still on Culture 2? I'm, I'm giving it... I it's March, give albums, bro. Give albums another shot, and it's... Man, there are some horrible choruses on there. Jake G just texts me out of the blue, which he loves to do, and I appreciate anyone that just texts me up out of the blue because I feel like I do the same thing to people. He was just very disappointed in Culture 2 last week, Thursday, when we were you know, texting and whatever during the day. And I think he has every right. To, he was asking me what songs I like, you know, what other songs he should look at. And he was uh, texting me some lyrics. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, Go listen to our one of our other hip hop episodes, Dame and I talked about, 
we're not most of the music right now coming out isn't you know crazy wordplay. It's real catchy, poppy shit, and that's what you're gonna get for culture too. But I, I'm surprised you should listen to that. Yeah, I wanted to re up on it, just see what was up with it. The re up, like there's some there's some songs on there like. I don't know. I, I wish 21 would have taken a verse on Bad Bitches Only, which we discussed before. Mm-hmm. And then Narcos is good. It's catchy. Um, Dude, we tried to talk about this on our last episode. Walk It, Talk It video came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. How incredible. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. You like, haven't watched it? I like Drake's verse, though. Oh, I do my. like Drake's verse. You, Damon. Play that it. That shit is so play funny. Right I'm not going to play it right now. We could play it right now. Jamie Foxx makes a cameo. Love it's Jamie it's Fox. great. If anyone hasn't watched it, please go watch it. I don't want to get too far here. That came out in, I want to say, I don't know, one weekend, maybe two weekends ago, whatever. It came out on Apple Music, Damon, for like a half hour for $1.99. After a half hour, probably still on Apple Music, it was on YouTube. Riddle me... That. Why was it a dollar ninety nine? I have no idea, but it was a dollar ninety nine Apple Music because I clicked the link on Twitter. I'm like, ha, yeah, I don't pay for shit. And then it was on YouTube thirty minutes later because like, wrap up or complex or pigeons and planes posted the link from YouTube. I'm like, okay, well that was maybe they made like, I don't know, twenty five thousand dollars off people buying it right away because Migos has that kind of pull right now in getting everyone's attention. But I'm not paying for a music video, dude. Like, I'm not paying for a music <laughs> video. Especially if you're gonna, within 30 minutes, make it like, oh yeah, it's free on YouTube. Well, I can say, like, I am officially Migo'd out, dude. I can't, they're too much. It's yeah. way, way too much. I did listen to Webster X's Daymare's album. That was really interesting. Okay. Really, really interesting. Okay. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, what, what else was on your palette? Anything... My Clinton palette. Clint palette. Light? No, I don't have a light. Cider. <laughs> right now, on my phone, let me grab this for you. I was thinking about this today. I was at a stoplight, right? I know we were going to record this episode today, and I'm like, last time I talked about it, I talked about how I was like, swept my phone out, right? And I just kind of just dumped it. So, I'm still listening to Cloud 909. I have my top ten list playlist that I still have on there, which includes your boy, Big Crit. Who is not niche, apparently. Still not niche. Hashtag Big Crit is not niche. A lot so, of radio play. A lot of radio play. He gets a lot of radio play, guys. And then Mick Jenkins had a project come out recently. Nice. Or more The Frustration. I listened to that one time through. It's eight tracks. I think it's like an EP or something. It's, it's pretty good. You know, Mick Jenkins, I like to, like, again, I like to support local rap, I like to support Chicago rap. So. Very unique sound. Very unique sound. I like Mick Jenkins. I think he has a track on one of his his first projects when I, I heard Mick Jenkins a couple of his songs right and I'm like eh what, what more do I need to go into and I'll like once someone gets my attention I think I've said this a couple times I like to go in and just like alright I'm going to download all these albums I'm going to download all these projects and the first one that I dove into of Mick Jenkins was the Waters project if that's any Sort of. Oh, shut the hell up. Waters. Jesus. He likes water, dude. You got water hydration's important. Cole Bennett tweeted about it the other day. Super important. Cole Bennett's a smart dude down at Lyrical Lemonade out of Chicago. So, Damon, we're talking about local rap. We're talking about local artists. For me, Damon, being from Stevens Point, Wisconsin, growing up, I can't name a single person that I knew 
made music, whether it be hip-hop, rap, R&B, anything other than just, like, being in some weird, like, punk band, okay? So, I've always tried to gravitate toward those people that make music, whether it's, you know, country artists, whether it's, uh, like I said, a punk band, some of that, you know, just as a lyricist, produces music. And coming to college, I've lived in Green Bay for 10 years, I feel like I... Coming to Green Bay, obviously, it's a bigger area. You're towards Appleton, you know, two hours away from uh, Milwaukee. And I feel like I've always kept my ears open for that. And, I, you know, I've came across a few in my day. I just really, really love to support local shit. I love to support people that have, you know, their own business, their own restaurant, people that are out there doing stuff. There's this kid in town, I don't know if you know who Bo Thomas is. He does a bunch of, like, the murals on the railroads. He does, he does a couple of the murals he's done in town. Like, anyone that's actually just, like, doing creative shit, I love it. I don't know if it's just, like, I'm biased towards it because they're in the city I'm from or in the state I'm from, but that's something that we're going to talk about today. What is your take on local artists, whether that be music, whether that be people that are entrepreneurs? Give me me your rundown and... You know, have you have you always looked towards that, or is the coming to a bigger area, you know, change that for you? Well, and, but, oh, I'm sorry. Before before we get into this, would you like a beer? Or you mind? Like that? I have a beer. Thank you. Uh, yep, there it is. Mighty fine, yeah. Just a little soft opening to the 30 minute episode of the six pack. What yeah. was the concept? What was the concept? Uh, six pack, 30 minutes. Take it or leave it. Clint pallets <laughs> out. Um, I guess to jump onto that topic and carry it is. Why it's important to or why it's important to support local art is the first reason is you're essentially creating a culture for your city, your town, your area, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes it's even even culture can be built within like a road or a block or something like that. Like I, like when it comes to Milwaukee, like we're going to I I don't know like Maybe. North Ave Bar yeah, or something so you like could that. Name like, anywhere in Milwaukee, really. Like a, different culture at each set of streets and like we talk about brady street once in a while brady street brady street's fun mm-hmm. love brady street Shout water out. street i mean there's different areas i don't know a lot of milwaukee i know there's certain areas but like yeah a no, little bit of culture on each thing so whenever you're like supporting something that comes from your city or your town or as again your area you're just you you do create a culture and that's one thing that i think green bay is lacking in but slowly gaining and being recognized for, like you said, local artists, mm-hmm. which the Art Garage is constantly doing little shows, and they do... Uh, my roommate and I went to a rap show where a dude did a painting or an interpretation. That's of right, I missed that. Really I don't know cool. where I was gone for, but very, I was very pissed cool. I missed that. Art Garage, really neat place. Check that out. Also, you're also going to be stimulating the economy by tourism. Like People want to come check shit out like that. Like... Um, it would just be cool if we had like a like the Wisco kids. They drag a decent sized following, they do. and it's stimulating our economy. Yeah, I mean, I, you said I don't know how you can actually gauge that if it's like a small artist, but I think you can do it on a like a scale where it's like okay, they sold out the um, the Green Bay Distillery one night, or they sold out the Gather on Broadway. They have an event coming up this weekend there. They sold out, you know, this pop-up event they had. They're selling 250 tickets for their new EP. Like, I think you can gauge it that way because it's like, oh. Or or even um, uh, the ballroom. What's the ballroom in town? Oh, Riverside. Riverside Ballroom. Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverside. If you can sell that out, and that's normally towards bigger acts, weddings. Like, if you're able to be like, 
who are the Wisco kids? They sold out this, you know, the, it just it just opens up the platform to stimulate. And you're, I guess, I guess you're right. You're, let's say there's an open weekend in March. They fill that weekend and it, it does great. People are coming from all over and it stimulates. Maybe people are getting hotels. So, I guess when I think of stimulating economy, I'm thinking like, holy shit, we got a Packer playoff game, or like, holy shit, the Bucks are in town, or like, whoa, no way, there's a huge concert here. So. At the rash. But you're correct. Stimulating the economy, that's a huge thing. And mind you, our culture in Green Bay is really, 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 really thin. It, it's super thin because people base it... I, I keep cutting you off here, but it's super thin because people base it off of the Green Bay Packers. And people base it off of... Alcohol. Alcohol. And generally people are working their mill jobs or 9 to 5, their shift work jobs. And like, that's it. Like, we base it on food and not much else. So anything that I feel like pops up... Like, I don't know, Wednesday Farmer's Market down on Broadway. Like, why is that so cool? I feel like if that was anywhere else, really not that great of a thing. But it's super sweet. People all ages go down there during the summer. And it's awesome. They have beer. They have food vendors. And it's it's great. And, like, it's just, that's just such a, and music. And it's such a small, small piece. It's not even that hard to do, I feel like, to set something up like that. No, it's cool. I like it a lot. And the most important thing is you're supporting the artist. Yeah. These guys more than likely work regular jobs. These guys more than likely have a regular life. Now, obviously, you're going to get to the point like where they're half and half. But at this point, most local artists are, I would guarantee you, are working a regular job. For sure. There's a regular artist, quote-unquote regular artist, that you told me about. I remember we had this conversation, I would say, geez, man, four or five months ago, six months ago at work. And you were telling me some of these Milwaukee artists you had known you told me there was a Milwaukee artist that you know that, like, is a server somewhere? Yeah. Who's that? I'd rather not. You're not a big fan? Just rather not, not say a fan. his name. But he, <laughs> he's a server down in Milwaukee, and he, you know, raps on the side or serves on the side, whichever whichever full-time gig he does. He probably works his ass off to, you know, pay Guaranteed. the bills, get studio time, and do all that. So that that's kind of what you have to do when you're an entrepreneur, I'd say, before you can actually pay yourself or you have... Your craft is paying for your lifestyle. It's tough to justify it. For me, I've always thought, Damon, if there was something I did that could pay me, this is bare minimum, if there was something that I did that could pay me $25,000 a year, that's super bare minimum, dude. I understand the, I understand the sacrifices I would have to make to do that. I thought, I've always thought about I could you know, quit a full-time job. That'd be strong. Very yeah. strong. Twenty five grand minimum. And then anything else there, you're putting, you know, instead of working 45, 50 hours a week, you're putting all of that time into working on your craft and expanding what your brand is. And to get to that point, there's some people we're going to talk about in this episode that I'm going to make the assumption they haven't got to that point yet. And that's no disrespect. That's just what the reality is to be an artist and to be someone that's able to live 100% off of what your craft is. And is there someone you want to bring up right away, Damon, to get this, this conversation going? Local artists. Well, before we move on, it doesn't have to be hip-hop or rap or R&B or anything like that. Okay. Go see a folk band. Go see a, a, like a jazz guy. I, I don't know. Go see somebody. It's, Go see Muggsy and the Rats. Shout out Muggsy and the Rats. Rat Fest coming up very soon. It's small right now, but it's coming in hot. Rat Fest. Support your local artists. But to lead it off, I'm going to start with Classic. Classic is a like a really cool dude, kind of like a unique flavor to him. I follow him on Twitter. He's got about 
1,200, 1,500 followers. Small. Big time small. But he's he's awesome. He's really unique. Uh, my favorite album from him is going to be the Seasons album. It's a very easy listening album, and it's just got like a unique mm-hmm. flavor to it, and it I don't want to say it's Chicago influenced, but it sounds kind of Chicago to me, which would make sense. They're only two hours away. I'm sure they're exchanging sounds. Like I said before, he's from Milwaukee. He just recently did, which I, if I would have known about this, I would have went out of my way to go see it. Mm-hmm. He recently did a Tribe Called Quest interpretation at Turner Hall in Milwaukee. Holy shit. Which is, it's such a good fit if you like knew who Classic was. Really, really good fit to, for somebody to interpret Tribe Called Quest. He was actually... Radio Milwaukee Artist of the Year in 2012. I really, Damn. Yeah. He's got some really nice clout. I would say. That's really cool. Yeah. He, he's got such a unique sound, and I think he does a lot of his own producing. Okay. So it, it's cool, man. He's he's fun to listen to. And like I said, that Seasons album, it's something like, I usually listen to it Sunday mornings, chill out a little bit, mm-hmm. cook some breakfast, mm-hmm. drink some coffee, listen to some lyrics, and then move on. Like... It's something that's going to slap you in the face. I haven't listened to his most recent project, and I can't think of the name of it off by, offhand, but Season's album, really good. Cool album art. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Love Milwaukee artists. We love Milwaukee stuff. So I'm going to keep going with that trend, Damon. I know there's some of that you and I have... I would say I'd, I've known about Reggie Bonds for maybe anywhere from... I would say about a year now. I've, I've heard of the name, maybe even longer than that. And I've gone out of my way now to actually listen to some of his music, see who he is. We talked to him on our last episode. Dude's putting on for Milwaukee, man. Like, I, I respect the hell out of that. Someone that puts the literally the city on their back, uses the visuals or just the you know the, the structures of the city to tell a story within his music videos. You know, raps about certain events that has ha- that have happened on there, locations, whatever it may be. Reggie Bonds is that dude. He's, like we said in the last episode, he's got the uh, Life and Times Project coming soon. The Milwaukee Sentinel had a great article about him recently, talking about their concert series they have. Pigeon Plains has had some couple articles about him. Go check out Reggie Bonds, dude from Locust, Northside. I've listened to some of his music, Damon. We were looking up, up on YouTube before we did this episode. Not a lot of YouTube presence from what I saw. What What do you know about Reggie Bonds on your uh, from your you know your perspective? Well, I purchased his Dark Wave EP. Okay, it's eight songs long. Um, Visions freestyles down there. That's really cool. We did watch that. Yep. I I I love this dude. It's uh, Things Live in the Dark is an incredible track. It's one of my favorite songs. Like legitimately favorite songs from the last two three years. Okay. Uh, Locust Street freestyle. He's got a Mick Jenkins. Feature too. Yeah, I've seen that. That's pretty awesome. And that's his thing, dude. He, we said this in the last episode from this Milwaukee Sentinel article. He, I guess, somehow the Chicago to Milwaukee gap is so large, but I think he's observed that. Reggie Bonds has observed that, and he's like, I'm going to go down to Chicago and link with people to, I guess, expand my brand. And apparently, I mean, Mick Jenkins is someone that's like, that hasn't blown up yet, but is. Definitely, definitely got some clout points you can put on a track and like get some love from that. Well recognizable. I Absolutely. like Mick, man. He's the, the old dirty bastard. That's a good track too. Mick Jenkins does well on that one. Mm-hmm. He's just got. I, I can't believe that he didn't have more love on YouTube. Like he's got so many good tracks. I'm Reggie, so excited yeah. for his album. I'm pulling up his SoundCloud here. And her first episode, Damon, was essentially about SoundCloud rap, right? And I'm looking at Reggie Bonds's. 
track lists here, and you know, not there's a couple on here that have some some plays. The miseducation LP, I know, is probably his. He said in the Milwaukee Sentinel article that's his most popular project, his most popular LP. It's got a lot of plays. There's a couple songs on here that are you know over a thousand. One's got uh, "Reasonable Doubt" is the intro. It's got 2,300, which an intro sometimes kind of can be skewed. Not gonna lie, because people play it and don't play all the way through. But he's really putting on for Milwaukee. He seems like a pretty cool dude. In that series he did with the uh, Milwaukee Sentinel with the Tap Milwaukee, really really cool vibe he's got going on with the dudes that he's recording with that visual with. Got a guy playing the drums, got playing the keyboards. Pretty interesting outfit on. He's got the they got the dreads, long dreads with the high uh, high cut. He's got this white jacket on that's got blood stains on it. He's got a bulletproof vest under it, like. Reminded me of some Fifty Cent shit or like some uh, Pusha T at the rave like basement yeah. stuff. Like I was, I was, I was interested by that. But Reggie Bonds is that dude. I love, I love listening to him or love finding. I shouldn't say listening to him. I love finding out more about him to be able to support someone like that. That is only two hours away from where Damon and I live. If you guys haven't heard about Reggie Bonds, go check him out. I'll tweet at him certain articles from the podcast Twitter, and he's currently batting a thousand percent to retweet. Like, I think he actually followed the podcast, which is super dope. Shout out Reggie Bonds, man. That guy's cool. Anyone else in Milwaukee that we're, we're messing around with Damon? That's kind of, I feel like, our hub right now as far as for sure. Wisconsin goes for, like, true rap. I have I have all Milwaukee artists. There's, like, a Go ahead. like a backpack scene there for some reason. Okay. so strong and so underrated. And I, I enjoy it a lot. My next, like, next guys, it's actually a group, Feral Mac and DMT. Okay. Um, listen to their Symbols album. Really, really good stuff. It's pretty incredible what is produced on there. And this is a uh, a duo. And I do... I'm an acquaintance with one of the guys in the group. Acquaintance? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> and he actually is the one that kind of pointed me towards a couple guys okay. that I should listen to. And he had mentioned... Let's see. Guys that I don't have like a little intro on. He mentioned New Age Narcissism and Vincent Van Grape. As again... Really, really good music. Everyone should be listening to these guys. If you're from Wisconsin you should, and you're a hip-hop fan, you should at least pick one of these guys and listen to them. But Feral Mac and DMT, Symbols album, really good. All SoundCloud stuff. Um, both guys are from Milwaukee. The last time Lupe was at the rave, they actually opened for them. That was a while ago, right? Yeah, a little while ago. Because one of the guys had to move to California for a job. Sure. And then... Regu- with- regular stuff, huh? Regular human stuff? Yep, very, okay. very regular human. Super intelligent. Yeah. Really, really smart guy. Cool. Yep, yep, I enjoy talking to him. He moved back. Rumor has it, new project on the way. Alright. So I'm really excited. I I, I can't wait to hear it, because obviously they've aged a little bit, because he called himself an old head. He's from the old head generation of Milwaukee rap, which okay. is awesome. Okay. Shout out River West. What else you got? What else so, you got cooking? So, I'm going to... You're going to... You got a bunch of Milwaukee people, so I'm going to... I know you're going mostly artists. It's not just about the vocals or the the single person, the iconic person that you, you know, you pick out whoever it is. Reggie Bonds, whether it's, you know, Drake, Lil Wayne, Eminem, whoever it is, Jay-Z. There's people still behind the music. And I want to shout out these guys, J3 Studios. J3 Studios is, are three college kids... One of them is Jordan Kellogg, is a guy that's from Stevens Point. He goes to UW-Milwaukee. Basically, they decided, 
you know, he's he's a comrade like I am. He's finishing his last semester too. I'm not sure where he is, but they have a couple guys that live together. They decide to make their own studio. Go follow them on Twitter. It's uh, at J the number three studios. These guys have literally turned one of their rooms in their house into a production studio. They have a couple videos I've seen. These guys got it set up. Like this is how you want it. They have it. You know, they got the computer set up. They got the, uh, I guess the insulation, so you get good reverb off the set, off the walls. They have great speakers, and they got the little closet where they record in. And these guys are handing out on the low mastered tracks, edited tracks for like I'm talking like twenty five, thirty five dollars for someone to come in and record this. And they got kids like just coming in like maybe in between class, like. Dudes that aren't even, like, they're, like, under Reggie Bonds, under guys, like, that you, would be down there, that they're just trying to get their sound out, right? Like, guys they probably have, like, a, a comm class with, guys they have, like, a philosophy class with, that they're just recording with. These guys aren't only putting out music and editing people's music and producing it. They're doing events. Back in December, they did a visual showcase concert called the Jingle Jangle Jam. Pretty jazzy name, huh? Alliteration. Alliteration is key. Three J's, by the way. They did that in December. Most recently, last well, after I think it was in January, they did the uh, the Fashion Fling show, where it was kind of like a music infused with, I guess, fashion. Up and coming people that are have you know have their own fashion line, have their own clothing line. These guys have some funny shit they put out too, man. They'll put out some videos to like advertise the new show coming out, or advertise the new event they're talking about, or just to get their name out there. And they'll get like a thousand, two thousand views on these videos and it's kind of funny they're just recording them off an iphone i'm pretty sure and just editing them and it's you can tell it's just in their place like it's it's when you think of a college house especially down in milwaukee it's like oh yeah there's some busted up couches and some beer bottles sitting around and these guys are just having fun chilling out so shout out to those guys that's that's another part of the music scene that people don't really gravitate to and i really like to see what those guys are doing so shout out j3 studios down in milwaukee they put on for Wave Chappelle, too. I saw they, they had do. Wave Chappelle. They got a bunch of guys. And we said that in the last episode, I had tweeted at them because I knew they'd have some stuff. And they hit us with six, seven, eight links to people that we need to listen to. Uh, Brady Wayne was one of them. I'm going to have to go listen to him. Uh, That's a hot handle. Seriously. Wayne, <laughs> brain dead-like. <laughs> and so those guys are those guys are doing their thing. They, they definitely have some stuff going. And um, shout out to Milwaukee once again. What else you got, Damon? The last guy on my list, and then I kind of have like a notables list after this. Sure. Um, Webstrax. Okay. This dude, You've talked about him before to me. This dude is going to be the next guy. I'm hoping it's the level of Ishtar, but it's really hard to say. He's awesome. Daymare's album, incredibly impressive. Album artwork, beautiful. I, I loved it. He's from Milwaukee. He, uh, he was recently at South by Southwest, which is huge. And the coolest thing that I found out about him, and I thought I had mentioned this to Jess when I was when we were watching the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that that sound that something that song sounded familiar. She's like, oh, that's weird. And I was doing some research, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Webstrax's song "Intuition" was used on Microsoft Surface Super Bowl ad with Fitzgerald. <laughs> Swear to God. I'm like, man, that sounded really familiar. Royalty at Yeah, seriously. So, like, that's such a massive stage to be on. Yeah. Milwaukee, 
Daymares, Intuition used on a, a Super Bowl ad. That's like the coolest Dude, thing ever. Good for you to hear that. Nice job, Webster. Well, I remember like saying that. I'm like, man, that sounded really familiar. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I have no clue. And then I listened to the album again, and I'm like, wait a minute. And then I read an article about him um, on a couple websites saying that the song Intuition was used on the Microsoft Surface Super Bowl ad. Crazy. Really awesome. Crazy, crazy. And then my last like couple guys that you should check out that I've I've actually listened to, I mentioned Wave Chappelle, which um, I think he signed to Yo Gotti's label. Really? Which is massive as well. For sure. Like, That's cool. Dude, Milwaukee rap is on the come up. It I'm is. really happy for them. Sherrod Sloan's, he is like... One of the fastest rappers I ever heard. He's got some really awesome stuff. Used to be called Pizzle. Okay. And then New Age Narcissism and Vincent Van Great. Those are two guys that my acquaintance from Faramac and DMT had mentioned for me to listen to. And they're a little bit newer. I enjoyed both of them as well as Sherrod, Wave Chappelle. So get out there, you guys. Download some stuff. Go to Sound- SoundCloud's free for God's sakes. And there's high-end yeah. music. Webstrax has got a bunch of stuff on SoundCloud. bunch of stuff on iTunes. Same with Reggie. And I think cla- yeah, classics albums on there too. For get sure. out there and get some. Who's who's your? I know you got a finale ready. I got, dude. I got a bunch, man. You got like, a couple so ready got, to go. I got a bunch. So you're talking more Milwaukee shit, right? And yeah. I don't really have anyone else. Anyone else from Milwaukee? So I'm moving up, up the street, up up 43, up 41, north side, going, Long Beach. going north. We're gonna stop in the valley, right? So my dude, Bonnie Johnson, <laughs> aka Black JD, aka Lil XXL. This dude's. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how I found out about Bonnie. So, my brother is roommates with his cousin who plays basketball at lacrosse. Shout out lacrosse basketball. So, they go on a spring break trip all together. And all of a sudden, I get this video sent to me, Damon, when they're on spring break like three years ago of Vani freestyling for like ten minutes. Literally, it's like two in the morning. He's a couple Bud Lights in. And he's just off the dome freestyling. And like, some of it was lull, but it was good. Like, my dad even listened and was like, did you see this video that your brother sent? I'm like, yeah, I saw it. That's pretty funny. Big Click Rick. So, yeah, Big Click Rick. Shout out to my dad. Going viral. Doesn't even know what viral means. And so, Vani, you know, I started listening to some of his music. And I started checking out his SoundCloud. And just wanted to, you know, connect with someone that's, you know, from Appleton and Nina area. And so, lo and behold, I had this party at my house. And because I still like to, you know, have fun once in a while and do some dumb college shit, even though I'm not in my college age anymore. This was like two, three years ago. But don't he, justify it. Don't I won't justify it. So he, I tell him like, hey man, I want I want you to come here. Like let's let's have a party. Like bring whoever you want to bring, and we're gonna do our thing and hang out, and it's gonna be a good time. So he ended up rolling through with a bunch of people he knew. They were all really cool. It was all love, and we had a, a good party here. We played you know whatever we did and had a fire out back, and he ends up recording a music video at my house now the song is called fuck the whole team you can go watch it on youtube but that whole music video is done at my house so anyone watching that it's like that's pretty strange but vani's a cool ass dude man like he i just got a shirt i bought from him the other day 20 dollars shirt little xxl shirt i was gonna pick it up on the way down to that ty dallas on concert i talked about didn't work he was shooting a music video that night had to put out a single he, like he's dude's working like so i'm not gonna I mean, it was just, we were trying to make that thing work, so he sent it in the mail, blah, 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 blah. I'll be rocking that this summer, and people will be asking me about it, I'm sure. I like that video with the Nerf gun. The Nerf, yeah, Nerf gun, yeah. That was abs- the one, right? Yes, that was, that was super dope. That was the one he recorded, and he couldn't, he couldn't meet up with me. He's got some other lyrics, like, uh, he's got some good SoundCloud stuff. I would say Vani's thing, to me, is, 
he's always willing to link with local artists. He's got these other guys that I, they'll pop up out of nowhere that he's linking up with. He must just have this network of people filled up. I don't know if it's through his labels that he's associated with or these other producers or whoever it is. But dude's always willing to create with another artist, which I think is really, really cool. He also does it with videographers and other producers. So he's willing to expand his own sound, which I feel like he's always, always evolving. One of my favorite lyrics from Bonnie is I actually listened to the song a couple of the days before he had came to the party I had thrown two years ago. And I listened to it a bunch before then and after then. And one of the lyrics, Damon, was it's on like a second verse of a song. I don't remember what song it is. It's on a sound code. But it was something along the lines of don't forget to do your research after high school because all you ever were taught in high school was like European research. And it was something along those lines. And I have to go look up the exact lyrics. But dude's like, he's kind of a, a goofy dude, Bonnie. He's fun as hell. Like, I love chatting with him when I can meet up with him. He was just in Miami recently. He's going out to LA this week. He's trying to figure out what he wants to do with this music thing, so I totally fuck with that. But when someone that you listen to their songs, maybe three, four, five of them, and they're like, ah, this guy's kind of goofy. But then you can hear a bar that you're like, oh, whoa. Like, I still remember that, like, a couple years later. I just I just really like that. That's that's really cool to me. So shout out to Vani. Next one is uh, his buddy Tay Drummond. I don't know a lot about Tay. I follow him on Twitter. He came to that party that one day. A couple people I had invited knew who he was, but I had no idea who he was, and they were almost, like, starstruck at one point. I was like... He's a feature on that track. He's a feature on that track. He he now lives in Miami. I want to say it's like Fort Lauderdale. So shout out to Tay. He's doing his thing. Always been cool with Tay. I've met up with him once or twice before this. And, you know, he's another person just grinding, man. I think he uh, ended up moving out of Wisconsin. I don't know what the reason was. I would assume it's to pursue his artistic ventures. Maybe it was to get out of the snow and the cold, which I don't blame him for that. Move a little bit more north. And we got to talk about the Wisco Kids, man. And the Wisco Kids to me are the only thing in Green Bay musically that I feel like has ever actually busted out onto a scene larger than SoundCloud, larger than Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, MySpace, ICQ, your ICQ stuff, AOL. And, dude, these guys have, I mean, they have a, the Packer Anthem song, how many run hits run the table. Run the table has almost two hundred fifty thousand views on YouTube and like another eighty thousand on SoundCloud. Like in the video, they dap it up with Mark Murphy. That's awesome. They did the like these guys are doing shit, man. Like these guys are cool as hell. I reached out to uh, Kyrie the other day. I wanted to let him know I saw what they're doing. I told him I got this podcast thing going on. Like I want to get this interview with them. He said for sure. What, what whatever happens happens. Like if we can link up. We're busy, you're busy, let's make it happen. Like, the fact that he's like, nah, like, didn't say, like, fuck you or whatever else, like, that's super cool. YD, Mike Lowry, I Facebooked him the other day, told him, hey, I saw the new visual for your Meditate video. I thought it was really, really cool. Like, these guys are doing some stuff. Like, and people will hate on these guys, and I've heard friends of ours, Damon, be like, nah, I don't really mess with the Wisco kids. Wisco kids. I'm like, why not? Like, what else? Like, you, you like hip-hop and rap, right? They're like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll go through and play some songs. I'll play that Hold Up track for them. I think Hold Up is a great song. Great song. I love the lyrics from Kyrie in that song. I think So Predictable is a good song. Pretty cool video. I still want to know where that video is created. I see like three people in that video that I'm like, I've seen you before in real life, but you're in the music video with these guys. Is that the one downtown? 
Yeah, they're doing. I don't know where they're oh, at. Oh, it's in the alley by Ned's. Yeah, they're just they're, they're wilding out. Like it's cool. Then they have um, the Kiefer Sykes song, which Banger. when Kiefer Sykes was playing for UWGB, playing ball, they linked up with him and had a song about him. Like they're they're putting stuff on for this city, this Green Bay, who, like you said, Damon, has no artistic expression because I don't know what it is, why we can't have that more. But it just it is what it is. And these guys are fighting through that. Side Bitches song. Like that song. That music video is super legit. I really, really enjoy that song. And they got the March Madness. One, two, and three. Three's coming out at this end of this week. Go check that out. Go buy that. These kids are killing it. Like, they're... Anything they put out, they put a shit ton of time into it. They travel. They usually record in Minneapolis, if I'm not mistaken. They'll go out to LA. They'll go wherever. They'll shoot these cool music videos. I got the Juice music videos. Super legit. Super wavy. Wake Up, One, Two, Three whatever they're on at this point, go listen to the Wisco Kids. Damon, what do you know about the Wisco Kids? I think they're, they actually have, a, like, their sound is really well balanced for, like, hooks and choruses and just the, the style that, uh, especially the cadence that they all rap to is a little bit different. It actually flows really, really well. And also the hate that comes with the Wisco Kids is actually really awesome because you have to be so... And you've heard that, obviously, right? Absolutely. You've heard, okay, okay. Right. Absolutely. And I, I want to make sure I'm not the only one. Like, it, it like doesn't make sense, but it does, because the bigger you get, the more haters you get. And the more haters that you have, it's just, like, free exposure. So, like, good on them. Like, getting haters. Like, you guys fucking did it. Getting haters is the best. Like, if you... Okay, check this. If you have haters, right? Like, real haters where people, like, in your town don't like you, but you're still dapping up with Mark Murphy at the end of the music video that you have that is 250,000 songs about the Green Bay Packers that you played before one of their games, Tailgate. I don't even think... I mean, you're, you're I don't doing have it. to say a thing anymore. You're doing it. You're doing it. I, we gotta see them live. We gotta go check For them sure. out live. For sure. They, uh... They, I know they have a pop-up show in the next couple days. That was why I, uh, Facebook Kyrie, because it was, like, sold out, the RSVP, and yada, yada, yada. I'm considering doing it. I might be out of town for that day. But regardless... They're going to do some stuff this summer, I guarantee it. Uh, we're going to have to go link up with them. A couple other people, Damon, I've, I've noticed. Uh, one would be A-Rots. I don't know if you remember A-Rots. He was from Green Bay. Been around a little bit. He kind of came up at the same time the Wisco kids did. White dude. I think he went to East. Maybe Preble. Green Bay guy. He's put out some music before. He's had a couple pop-up like concerts, like backyard shows. But he lives in Houston now, so I don't want to say... I don't want to dis- any throw any disrespect to dude, but most of these people that I'm talking about, besides Tate Drummond, who I don't really know a lot of music about, A-Rot's kind of left the town to go pursue his music, which I respect, and he went to Houston. I mean, I don't know if you would go to a better town to you know do your music thing, but ever since then, I really, I don't know, maybe I just have lost touch with what he's doing. That could be honestly just me because I don't like him on Facebook or follow him on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it may be, but I haven't heard a lot of buzz about him since he left, but hopefully he's doing his thing and I respect that. And then a guy I went to high school with, Damon, uh, Ray Johnson. His artist's name is Raiden. Him and Ryan Smith, another guy I went to high school, who I really didn't know a lot in high school. Raiden, like Mortal Kombat? I think so. That's so I didn't really know Ryan Smith too much in high school. Obviously, I went to a school about 2,100 kids, 1,800 kids, whatever it was. There was no ever disrespect between us. We just didn't know, really know each other and have the same group of friends. He is part of uh, Custom Vocals. That's vocals with a Z. These guys have a show in, I believe it's April 14th, in UWSP, big hip-hop show, pretty dope venue, they're going to have a bunch of their artists down there from Custom Vocals, so go give Raiden some love, go give Ryan Smith some love, go give Custom Vocals some love, 
I think Ray's got a couple a song coming out at the end of this week. When you hear this, maybe it'll already have been out by then. But I look forward to listening to that. And they also did a pop up at 90 FM for the uh, UWSP campus radio station a couple weeks back, and that was super cool. They had all their you know all their artists out there, and anyone that's doing shit that's worthwhile other than working their nine to five, I fuck with. Like that's what it comes down to. I don't care if you have, I don't care if you're you know, I don't care if you're donating plasma on your time off you're like you're helping people i don't care if you're going and like volunteering somewhere you're helping people i don't care if you like have a side hustle that you're buying and selling clothes on the side from thrift stores which i do like i i'm i'm fucking with your hustle like if you have a hustle reach out to me i want to know your hustle this is half the reason why i started this podcast i want people to come find me tell me what they're doing and i want to put them on and like be like hey this is what you're doing, this is what I'm doing, this is cool, let me have an interview with you and we'll talk about it. Like, go ahead, I'm ranting. No, you're doing really good. An interview would be super cool, like, any of these guys, anybody that we've named, if we had an interview with them, that would be massive for us, for sure. Um, I'm not, but, like, the thing is, Damon, like, I don't even give a fuck about what we're, like, I'm doing or you're doing. Like, if they want, if they really, really just want to have a small, like, I don't, you said massive for us, right? Like I don't it care. Would be like so if, awesome. I know, but I just like want to give them the exposure. Like if it's like, let's say Reggie Bonds is like, oh, I have this Milwaukee Sentinel article that you know was in the Milwaukee Sentinel, but he comes and somehow I record an interview with him via you know the Skype or wherever it may be, or from somehow I'm able to link with him. That'd be so cool. If it's like a hundred more people, two hundred more people, three hundred more people, how many people listen to my podcast after they're you know already on iTunes, already on Google Play, wherever. Like, that's just more exposure for them. Like, and it's like, literally, I'm not charging you money. You're not charging me money. It's that same idea that I mentioned that you have a following of people. I have a following of people. Let's collaborate that following of people and create a bigger wave of, you know, exposure. Culture being built. Culture being built, for sure. What else do we know about, uh, you know, is there any other culture that we need to talk about, Damon? There, I know there's people we're going to forget off this list. And I want people to come hit us up. People had done that after our last episode. If we didn't get to your person we had mentioned or your group you had mentioned, we apologize. We're for sure listening to the music you're sending us. There's no doubt about it. I have my phone in front of me 25 hours, 8 days a week. I, my phone's never not by me. I looked at my phone today at 1 o'clock and it was at 30%. So that's, I probably have an issue. But we need to get some Madison artists. I want to get some more west side, southwest of, Wisconsin's not that big. Let's be honest. There's a couple main cities. We live in the third biggest one. If there's anyone making music out there, I want to know about it. I want to know about you. I want to know about your friend. I want to know about your grandma's babysitter's brother's cousin's neighbor who makes beats for the ice cream man. The ice cream man. The two up or uh, excuse me, two websites you can check out for a lot of good. Now, obviously, this is Milwaukee focused. A lot of good Milwaukee local artists that are on the come up that are hot. ShepherdExpress.com backslash music and MilwaukeeCord.com slash music. We have yet to mention the man. Who's the man? The man. Ishtar, bro. I was hoping you'd bring him up and I was surprised you didn't when we were talking uh, Milwaukee. So you came over earlier tonight and I was getting ready for this episode and I love to pull up on my Xbox, just the YouTube app on my big 55, 60 thousand foot tv and i'm watching this ishtar video dude and like this guy's he's obviously super legit i mean he has a lot of production by this shit 
I think it was the Locals project he's got, or the Locals song. And he's just like throwing out Milwaukee visuals everywhere. He's got a Milwaukee shirt on. They're sweeping hair up on the barbershop that's got the Milwaukee floor on. They got framed Milwaukee jerseys. Shout out Ishtar. Like, what do you know about Ishtar? Man, just blown up the quickest in such a short amount of time. It's incredible. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, first song that I heard by him. And I can't think of it off the top of my head. But, like, I don't know why Sugar, the song Sugar, isn't played or isn't on every, like pick me up playlist ever and also mucho mango is such a heater mucho like, mango yeah like to sample um little troy okay so awesome and then i don't know like this whole six song ep for the better is great it's just he's arguably no 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 he is definitely the biggest artist that we've spoken about since the beginning and i also felt like a lot of people know about him so we didn't need to touch on him as much mm-hmm. but it would be Ridiculous to but not like, mention. Yeah, and the, mention him. We it's more of a local show. We're trying to give these people that don't have a lot of exposure yet. But Ishtar is the one that like broke through that atmosphere. He broke through you know that bubble. I'm looking at his YouTube right now. He's got a song out there that has it's called uh, "Too Bad" produced by Jay Graham. It's got 869,000 views. It's been out there for that two years. Awesome. Is it? Yeah. Don't know about it. that locals video. Like I said, super super cool. He's got a couple features out there. I see one that's over got a million. That Sugar project you're talking about, that Sugar song, got 90,000 views. I mean, these are the people that, I, I don't know what it is, Damon, but I just gravitate towards people that are doing local stuff. And it's even before I made this podcast. It's even before I was doing anything artistic, even if this is not considered artistic. I just want to be able to recognize when someone from a small town like Green Bay that has a bunch of white conservative people that don't really have a lot of creativity or have a lot of music exposure, especially in the hip-hop rap game. And I saw that, yeah, Mucho Mango, 1 million streams. I saw that picture the other day on his Instagram, or his uh, Twitter. But that's that's what it's about. Like, people pulling up other people from their bootstraps up to their next pillar to help them up to their next pillar to help them up to their next pillar. And you just keep helping each other out. Anything else, Damon, you'd like to talk about for the end of this episode? How's your beer, by the way? Does your, does your diesel feel good? Delicioso. Thanks, Dude. Horsepower. Yeah. That's mighty fine. <laughs> right here. Um, I think Ishtar's got a new project coming, like, very, very soon. Great. It's going to be full-on album. And then he also tweeted this cool thing, which I thought was cool. I'm about to kill this venue so hard tonight. Y'all, apologies in advance. Phoenix, it's a party on me. God, I love this guy. Just turn He's up. He's so awesome. I think that was it. I'm good, then. Like, I'm, like I'm well. Like, can you imagine... People coming from Wisconsin to go party in another town that's like an artist. Like, the cr- people in the crowd are supposed to be more turned up than the people on stage, but that might not always be the case. He's been prepped. For sure. Damon, great episode. I hope anyone that's mentioned in this episode reaches out to us. If you don't reach out to us, we'll definitely tag you in the episode. From Wisco kids that live in Green Bay down to Black JD, aka XX, Lil XXL. Down to Trey Drummond, down to A-Rots, J3 Studios, those guys cooking shit up. Custom vocals in Stevens Point in the, around the area. Reggie Bonds, Ishtar. Farrell Mack and DMT, Classic, Webster X, Let Em Run, Wave Chappelle. Brady Wayne, we see you. We're all from Wisconsin. We're all riding that together. You guys keep producing your music. Keep putting out more music. Keep putting out more visuals. We'll keep pushing out your content to our friends. 
and we'll just ride that wave together. Once again, for Matt Frey, that's Damo Bradley. Yeet! You guys were just in the fray. Take care.